Hello, everyone, and welcome to this Goodwill Meditation Group webinar. We're meeting here today, as we do every month, to take part in a group meditation on goodwill and to discuss some of the difficulties and problems that humanity today faces. Oops, looks like I'm muted, it says. So let me double check that. Can you all hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay, so looks like we're good. Uh, Aisha, you may need to just check your audio settings. All right, well, um, once again, welcome everybody um, to the Goodwill Meditation Group webinar. It's great to have all of you here today participating in this meditation on goodwill. Um, as you all know, goodwill is um, a very important energy in our world today. It is a bridging energy, it's a creative energy, and it brings human relationships into alignment with divine intention. Goodwill is a common theme in all moral precepts, regardless of doctrine or religion, and so it carries a sense of universality that respects differences, and this is much needed today in our world. This Goodwill Meditation Group seeks to work with this energy of goodwill and to strengthen its presence and expression um, through all different manners throughout the world. This group meets subjectively every Wednesday at noon in your local time zone, and we invite you all to link up each week and to use the meditation and to support its work. This webinar meets on the last Wednesday of each month and seeks to support the weekly work of the group um, and also to introduce new members to the work. Today I'm here with my colleague from our London headquarters, Dominic Dibble, who will be sharing with us today a short presentation on the theme, the new group of world servers holding the vision. After our today's meditation, um, Dominic will give this presentation and it will be followed by a group discussion. So if you have any thoughts you'd like to share at that time, please uh, maybe jot them down or just hold them in your mind and uh, there will be time for you to share them. Um, before we begin though, let us take a moment to link together and to sound the mantra of the new group of world servers. This group, um, it is their task to uphold the vision of humanity's inherent oneness with itself and with all life forms, to uphold that vision of the highest ideals humanity is capable, and also to keep us onward moving to our spiritual destiny. So as we sound this mantra, we can keep that in mind and link up with this worldwide group. May the power of the one life pour through the group of all true servers. May the love of the one soul characterize the lives of all who seek to aid the great ones. May we fulfill our part in the one work through self-forgetfulness, harmlessness, and right speech. Today there is a sense held by many that humanity is on the precipice of something new and unknown. 
Many are looking towards the future with apprehension and worry, and others, others with hopeful expectancy. Rising above the vicissitudes of the emotional experience, there are a growing number who employ the intelligent, discriminative mind to see, to create, and to lead humanity into the future. This group sees the present as it is, the future as it can be, and aspires to creatively work out the path to get there. This is a group of knowers, of illumined thinkers, and practical idealists whose task it is to build the new world of tomorrow and to mediate the future into existence. This group is the new group of world servers. It is a worldwide group and it spans the full diversity of the human race. It has no outer organization and it draws its members from every race, religion, nationality, and ideology. Its members do not all think the same, nor do they hold the same opinions, but they are one group because they are committed to the ideals of unity, of universal brotherhood, and of international worldwide cooperation. And they seek to see these ideals work out through active service in some field of human endeavor. The demands of humanity upon this group are many, for it is their task to uphold the vision and to bring it into manifestation. They are charged with inspiring humanity towards their highest ideals and with transmitting illumination from the plane of soul into the minds of men and women everywhere. So with this in mind, let us now proceed with our goodwill meditation. We link in thought with all those servers around the world who are working with this Goodwill Meditation Group. We reflect upon the fact of relationship. With our families. Our communities. our nations. The world of nations.
and with the one humanity composed of all races and nations. And we sound together the mansion of unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve, and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of life and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events, and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Reflect upon your own and humanity's relationship with all those beings who dwell in the higher realms of mind and heart. The spiritual hierarchy of saints, rishis, bodhisattvas, and masters honored by all the world's religions and spiritual groups. Imagine you are standing together as a group within the center of the spiritual hierarchy, immersed in the consciousness of the heart of love. For some, this heart of love is known as the Christ, is known as the Christ. Other faiths have other names for the one at the center. Maintaining that high point of contact, let your thoughts reach out to include all members of the human family in whom the energy of goodwill is active. 
silently use the affirmation of love. In the center of all love I stand. From that center I the soul will outward weave. From that center I the one who serves will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Visualize the energy of love flowing from the hierarchy through the men and women of goodwill and into the hearts and minds of all people, infusing them with goodwill and creating loving and harmonious human relationships. Meditate on ways of spreading goodwill, creating right human relationships, and restoring peace on earth. Realize that you are helping to build a channel between the spiritual hierarchy and humanity through which the energy of goodwill may flow, uniting humanity, solving its problems, and healing all differences and cleavages.
linking with the men and women of goodwill all throughout the world, sound together the great invocation. Say it with deliberation and with full commitment to its meaning, knowing that you are radiating its potent energies to humanity. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills. The purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. So Dominic, I'd like to invite you now to turn on your video, to unmute yourself. Hello there. Hello. All right, Dominic, we look forward to your presentation. Thank you, Michael, for that beautiful meditation and the int introduction. And today we're going to be sharing a few thoughts about what it means to for the, for the new group of world servers to hold the vision before the eyes of humanity. Because, again, this is one of the things that is said to be their, their task, one of their main tasks, is to hold the vision before the eyes of humanity, because where there is no vision, the people perish. And probably many of you are familiar with the fact that that's a proverb, and it's from the book of Proverbs. And actually, I, I hadn't ever heard the full version of the proverb, which in, in the King James Bible runs, where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. And maybe 
if we are somebody who's more familiar with the Alice Bailey teachings, we'd be inclined to substitute the plan for the law in this proverb. In fact, the version of the Bible translation also matters and it reveals more about the deep spiritual implications of this thought, this proverb. So for example, the English standard version runs, where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint, but blessed is he who keeps the law. Already we can see there's the idea of a prophetic vision which elevates the vision beyond the normal run of human concerns. It's not just about, you know, purely material thoughts. And equating a situation in which people are unrestrained to one in which they will perish, well, I think we can all recognise how that's an important warn warning for a time in which we live today, in which unrestrained consumerism is so obviously damaging. And also the unrestrained expression of thought and feeling. And maybe the most spiritual translation is the new international version, which runs, where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint. But blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. And this translation points us towards a recognition of wisdom, which as we know is a complement of love. And as we read in Esoteric Astrology, <clears throat> wisdom connotes skill in action as the result of developed love and the light of understanding. It is awareness of requirements and ability to bring together into a fused relationship the need and that which will meet it. And this concept of wisdom is intimately intertwined with the idea of service. For the passage continues, service is essentially a scientific mode of expressing love wisdom under the influence of one or other of the seven rays, according to the soul ray of the serving disciple. So, <clears throat> as, I, as I said, the new group of world servers are said to be responsible for holding the vision, this wisdom vision, before the eyes of humanity. And this vision, although it may express one ultimate purpose, is gloriously diverse, as is the new group itself. Quite apart from the sevenfold ray diversification, which was uh, hinted at in that earlier quote about service, that is the fact that each group or cell within the new group, within the new group is inextricably connected with the karma and the dharma of the places and peoples within which they are interwoven. Nevertheless, this dazzling diversity will also express universal principles. So to pick one example I came across recently, um, the Hyaltsuk mother, Hyaltsuk are a, a tribe or band of indigenous people who live on the west coast of the American continent. The Hyaltsuk mother, writer and land-based educator Jess Hustier notes on her website that I do not participate in capitalism in my work with and for indigenous kin and people of colour. In these circum circumstances, I am open to the idea of trading or gifting my labour to uplift you in your good work. And in doing and making this statement, Jess Hustie is continuing a tradition of exchange that is embedded in her heritage. At the same time, this tradition of exchanging mutual benefit outside the mainstream economy 
has been adapted in a great variety of ways in many different circumstances and settings. For example, <clears throat> I can remember a time in the, the late 1990s when local exchange trading systems were all the rage. Um, and they're particularly popular, I think, in the UK. And there's still um, a coordinating, coordinating organisation that exists for lets there. And then time banks, time banks which treat time as a currency, they date back to the 19th century. And complementary currencies of various kinds continue circulate, to circulate in many locales. One key recognition of upholding a wisdom-informed vision is that when we speak of needs and meeting those needs, we recognise that these needs are indeed more than just physical. The need for meaning is one of these, as is the need for a recognised and respected identity. The root of many contemporary ills can be traced back to the fact that our current social and cultural and political arrangements are poorly equipped to deliver such essential needs as meaning and identity. And organised religions, organised political parties, organised labour unions and other structures of the what we call the established order are all showing increasing signs of strain and fragility. And now that these arrangements are also beginning to falter in delivering even basic material needs, we are at a point where their whole reason for being is coming into question. It's at this perilous point that the need for a vision of alternatives, a vision of how to meet genuine, not manufactured needs, is so vital. So for the next few minutes, I invite us all to join in a simple visualization exercise where we'll reflect on a few of these ideas. And then we can, in the, in the time that's following that, share some of our understanding of the wisdom-informed, service-oriented vision of genuine needs that the new group of world servers is implementing in your locale and across the world. Because obviously we have experience, those of us who are trying to tune in to the network of goodwill will have experience of things happening in our communities but also more broadly across the world so let's reflect a little bit and maybe we can share what we see as the most important um, aspects of that vision that's emerging so let's just now go into a very short visualization about five to five to ten minutes First, let's reflect on the need for vision for where there is no vision, people cast off restraint, but blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction.
Now let's reflect on the need for meaning, for a true sense of meaning is born in the recognition of the soul within all forms. Finally, let's reflect on the need for recognised and respected identity, for right relations are founded on the mutual acceptance of freely chosen identities.
Okay. I think it's uh, now time for discussion, thoughts, comments, reflections. If you all move to share. Um, Michael, do you want to reappear? And we can move the conversation forward and see if anyone would like to make a contribution, if they would like to, if you want to raise your hand or say something in the chat, please do. Just checking the chat just now. Probably will take people just a moment to collect their thoughts after that <clears throat> visualization. But I was um, pondering while we're waiting on people to share this whole idea of right relationship, which sometimes is not a commonly heard term for some people, and about how to define what exact what exactly it is. Like if you had to describe what is right relationship, what does it look like? What is it? It's sort of difficult because as soon as you put like one quality or another to it, you're like, well, it's not quite all of the whole story, you know, it's just part of it. <clears throat> but I thought perhaps the best definition of right relationship is um, sort of what's what's left once all forms of wrong relationship are eliminated. You know, once the past is entirely resolved and there's no more, I guess, you might call it karma no more sort of limitations of separateness, just the natural state of relationship between either one person and another or between um, one person in the whole or the group. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> just a thought, just a, it's just a thought that came up. I don't know, just sharing because we're waiting on people to get going. It's a little, little off topic, I understand, but... Maybe not so much, actually. Uh, well, I think, I mean, th th this question of, I mean, it goes back to the, the last thought and the, the visualization about accepting it. I mean, if we're going to work off or work through karma um, together, we have to learn to accept each other as we are rather than as we would prefer others to be, which is <laughs> um, a difficult thing. And uh, as I said uh, in the kind of introductory, but it's people's ideas about identity and the, the conflict between people's ideas about what, what a human being is or could be or should be you look at it around the world that that's where an awful lot of the problems are caused um you, you just have to look at uh well migration issues for example or tensions between different countries um And finding how how we reconcile those in a way that allows for diversity of expression, but is an, at the same time is is um, qualified entirely by a love wisdom, which, as we know, is, is the kind of core of right relations. It's it's very tricky. Um, and I see that David Trice has said here, oh, here we go, there's, there's two or three things um, have come through, actually. Prayer is a potent tool to ask for vision and happiness to stay with the law. Yeah, well, indeed. Um, the raising of the mind and heart to God or to the divine, whatever we call it, um, is one way, and, and it's... As we know from many spiritual teachings, it's how visions have appeared to people in the past. Um, I guess it's interesting to think about 
how the new group of world servers, the vision that they are creating within um, humanity's uh, consciousness is prophetic. People don't talk about prophecy anymore because, the, again, it's it has, I, know, I guess, a, a kind of old around worn, worn feeling to it because people have this vision of prophets as being people, you know. Uh, psychics. psychics, yes, or folk who just come strolling in from the wilderness in kind of torn clothing and I say, look, this is what we've got to do and, you know, go this way. Um, whereas the vision that has been presented by the Nucopole servers is much more, well, it's much more 7-3 in some ways. It's much more organized. It's much more... Um, scientifically thought through in some ways it's 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 more and worked out in more detail and it's more concrete um provided that but you 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 have to be able to to look for it and to see how it's connected with and so uh, yes it's um a tricky thing to get hold of perhaps people don't see it in those terms they don't see it as a vision and, and maybe that's part of our task is to help people recognize how it's how it is actually a vision it's not just oh people making up what they want to do and and saying oh that'll be good for people so <laughs> yeah i think i think people the whole idea of prophecy also people don't like because it's a sense of like fatalism about it you know, whereas we're moving into an age where we are, we are, we are precipitating the future. Mm -hmm. The whole esoteric idea of, I guess, prophecy is that this the future precipitates and it precipitates on higher planes than this one before it precipitates here. So it actually can be visioned if you're in touch with those higher states of awareness. But mm -hmm. um, the whole theme of the Aquarian age into which we're now moving is um, maybe not the theme, but the whole task of humanity, especially the new group, is one of um, invocation, of bringing that down consciously and in form and doing it with a plan and with deliberation. And so there's sort of an ideal we could be, something we could be as humanity and making that happen, you know, sort of creative agency. Um, but Alan has raised an interesting question to the average person. Ooh, that's a, a tricky concept as well. The average person, where do we tell them that this vision comes from? Uh, and well, you, you have given an explanation, and that's that is the real challenge. It's finding the words, the language that is, is going to convince people at, at different levels because you, you know everyone is at a different place in their understanding or the, or the recognition of vision i suppose so it's finding the language that they will grasp and what makes sense to them and so, sometimes it may be you know quite far away from the typical language you might use to someone in, in a, a meditation group because if people aren't even familiar with the idea of meditation, I mean, obviously it is becoming much more common, so it, that makes it easier and people can relate to visualization. They can, they can get the idea of what visualizing and why it's important for precipitating some kind of vision. But again, it's, it's a matter of how, how we talk to people, isn't it? Um, there's a couple more of actual. There's actually hands raised as well, Dominic. If you'd rather go to the hands. No, let's let's have the hands then. I'll have uh, Wendy Boyd. Yep. Hello, can you hear me? We can, Wendy. Go oh, ahead. Great. Hi there. Um, hi. hi. Yeah, the visualization was really interesting. And the thing that I was thinking mainly was how um, the situation between Russia and Ukraine at the moment and the deadlock, apparent deadlock, mm -hmm. and that's on a par with 
the process of forgiveness because if you don't have vision, you can't forgive, you can't move forward. So vision is everything. It's as much as it is in um, meditation as we visualize, etc. Also bringing into the practical everyday living situation and people really do perish where there isn't vision vision and you see it people if you don't have a vision you've got nothing to work towards so mm. it's everything really isn't it that, and so, um yeah i was just going to say hope i mean if there's no vision there is no hope, hope and if people yeah. cope then it becomes very difficult to motivate you see yeah exactly and it's like a thirst you know when you said when you were saying the different versions of that proverb mm -hmm. i had this picture of a group of people literally perishing you know like a shrunken people so it's everything that isn't <clears throat> expansive it's the opposite to expansion and vision to me is creative expansion. And I, I'm really hoping and trusting that our work this evening can go some way towards that process of um, the input for the peace that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. So that, and I feel that, you know, we are, we can be instrumental in helping. Of course, absolutely. Um, thank you, Wendy. Uh, thank and I, you. I, I think I agree just just about with everything. I love that vision is creative expansion. It's a, as you say, the the opposite is kind of a contraction, and so the, yes, it's it's a beautiful th way of expressing it. Um, shall we go for Eleni? Uh, asking Eleni to unmute. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah. We can. Yes, thank you. Um, I just want to say first thank you, Dominic, for for this um, visualization, this exercise. And um, I want to start uh, from um, just noting um, this question about um, the vision of the uh, group of world servers is organized scientifically. I think that was a word that stayed with me. And I wanted to mm -hmm. just note the convergence of knowing from spiritual traditions and science nowadays. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the one thing. And then what you said about listening when the question about finding the language to tell um, to tell that to, to speak to that uh, listening and and then understanding the the other and where they're coming from and bridging there is something about bridging that was very present for me listening to to this piece I so appreciate what Michael said about um, that the future precipitates in higher states before um, it becomes knowable here, or we see it, or we, we live it. Um, and so the connection with those, those realms anyway, um, in relationship to prophecy, which is like, seeing it before or able to articulate it literally it means pro and fat to speak um but what i wanted to say really during the exercise um dominic is that about the vision what what just came to me is that the need for vision in relationship to the to the the um, this sentence here, where there is no vision, people cast off restraint. The, what arrived for me was the vision as anchor is a, is, and as containment, not constriction, but as a vessel. Mm -hmm. And containment in the vessel, it's almost a vessel of like, that, that allows 
witnessing of whatever would be not restrained and expressed, for example, emotions or acting out or whatever that is collectively or individually. So then that wisdom can distill with the loving understanding of suffering. So it's just wisdom as, as a distilling from within that vessel of containment. So that's what I wanted to share. There's a lot more in the visualization, but that piece I wanted to share right now. It's kind of an alchemical process, I think yeah. you're sort of describing. Yes. And, and obviously what you said about bridging, again, that's another um, very key idea of what the new group of all servers do. They are a bridge. They are kind of at the center of the, the, the link between hierarchy and humanity. And they are kind of building the bridge out in both directions, I guess. And, and they're doing that through the, the sensing of vision and also the application of vision. It's, um, yes. Is there anything you want to say, Michael? Uh, no. Okay. Um, we're going to, there's one more hand raised, which is Verena. Oh, oh, sorry. I, I, I somehow have, are you, Verena, do you still have your hand raised, raised or, or did you put it down or was that me by accident? I don't think I put it down, um, but it has vanished. Uh, you can hear me clearly now. Yes, yes. Um, Oh dear, my head's almost spinning with all these amazing thoughts and the uh, richness that you've uh, presented us with. Um, and I'm going to struggle to try and integrate some of these thoughts that you've stimulated, but there seems lots of connections that, that you know, that, that it's different ways of saying the same thing. And yeah. And you've actually given me, I, I've struggled quite a lot for the past few years with um, all of the teachings because they're so heady for my type of character. And I'm trying to allow myself to bring more love into how I'm searching and learning. And you've given me the concept of let light and love and power restore the plan on earth or... Uh, the plan of light and love, just being the soul, the soul, and how the more, and, and there's an integration, of course, of the higher with the lower in terms of the world, because, um, you know, that last bit about right relations, we can see in some political um, countries, the, the politics very evidently don't allow freely chosen identities at the material level mm -hmm. but, but how soul infusion and um the uh unification of ourselves so that the this the, the letting go of the sense of separation that we struggle with that that soul infusion in all levels can begin to be our medicine, love, curing so many things from people casting off restraint. I mean, that seems to be me a soul sickness mm -hmm. turned to consumerism because we're not given the importance of our soul's identity, that that's our main identity and how we are educated, helped, supported, to find it, believe in it, live with it. And that's humanity's oneness. I, I can't be more coherent than that. Sorry. I think you've expressed your thoughts beautifully, Verena. And I, I, I think it, it relates, well, it, the whole concept of, of the soul being the, the key to it, Pretty much all of that, I think, is related to the the, the middle the middle thought and the the visualization, the thought about meaning and sensing the soul within all forms, um, 
and that in, in turn relates to how identity can, can actually be authentically expressed because it's to allow the soul to work out through the forms and, and, and then if we can do that um, then all our problems would disappear <laughs> at the stroke. Um, our soul can provide the vision exactly and everything that ensues from it yeah thank you for listening thank you thank you um okay um we have a few more comments in the chat we could which we could um we could share for example uh, violet Filipowicz, the beautiful creation of the tapestry of humanity requires threads of many colours. Everyone is contributing and playing their part of bringing light to meet the needs as well as the means to meet the needs. Um, and Matthew Martin is, says the whole point is to take time every day to meditate the great higher and spiritual vision for the world of how it can be. <clears throat> oh, and um, Heidi Kunkler says, we have to value to, to whom we are speaking. Um, there are still a lot of persons who do not accept that there is a hierarchy and a divine plan. So we can just act as an example, which is again, another we, we we demonstrate by example we don't necessarily have to worry too much about using complicated language or different terminology if we simply act as you say Heidi and um, quite a long one from Leslie Van uh, thank you both for affirming in different ways that despite diverse beliefs opinions values and viewpoints the vision supersedes all and that the spiritual task of the new group world servers is to hold the vision before the eyes of humanity so that humanity will not lose sight of that vision the midst of its building and of the and discarding of forms and structures um especially today amidst global political turmoil and even diverse political viewpoints at home the vision living and vibrating in a higher plane compels us all to rise above descent and to live and breathe in that higher level and the vision from this vantage point can unify where the banter and dialogue on the lower planes cannot. When Albert Einstein said that problems must be solved from that higher level, perhaps the vision is that higher level in modern parlance. Again, it's finding the words, finding the, the ideas that people can, can relate to. We can point to it when dissension raises its challenging head. So, um, we're actually there's more there's more thoughts here, but we're we're getting probably towards the end of our time together because it's I see it's after seven o'clock. Michael, do you have any final thing things that you'd like to share, or shall we simply end with a few moments of quiet? No, I don't have any closing ones really. Just gratitude for everybody who's. Um, contributed to the discussion and also for you Dominic for, for leading it so thank you attitude thank you and also to you Michael for for hosting so beautifully uh, so we'll, we'll just end for with a few moments of silence <laughs>